listening to the Nonstop Mom podcast, where you'll gain scriptural insight that will help you effectively raise next generation leaders. Here's your host, Carolyn Shuttlesworth. We're going to talk about praise today. Too much is going on in this nation where we are all glued to the TV the last few days and stressed out. We're stressed eating. People aren't sleeping because they don't know what's happening, what's going on. But I'm going to show you and go through a story in the Bible today that's going to give you the feeling of victory, to give you the feeling of peace, and to show you how powerful praise is. You know, a lot of people, well, I know this topic. I know, you know, I know the stories, some stories in the Bible. But we're going to go in depth to a study of praise and how powerful it is and how destructive it is to your enemy. But to you, it provides joy. To you, it provides victory. To you, it provides um, strength. To you, it provides faith. So we're going to go through one of... Um, one of my favorite stories, I actually posted it the other day when I woke up uh, from the day after the election. We all know that we weren't going to get an answer. Nobody is surprised by that. Nobody is surprised by that. So I, I, I automatically started thinking of these stories in the Bible, two of them, and um, it just brought strength to my own spirit, man. And I haven't even jumped on the news or anything since the night of the election because I don't want to bring that weight on my shoulders, that weight, because I already know the outcome. I already know um, how to get the outcome that we want. So we have to realize to stand our ground and just once again, the media is trying to control people's lives and control their minds, but we already have something that should be the controlling factor of our life. The Word of God should be what controls us, what motivates us, what pushes us, what brings us to new levels. So the Word of God is the controlling factor in our lives. And so going to touch on praise today, and I'm gonna talk about how praise precedes the victory. So write that in the comment section, praise precedes the victory. And before we, uh, I'm gonna have you, if, you're, if you have your Bible with you while you're sitting there or your phone or whatever, um, turn with me to 2 Chronicles 20, because I'm gonna talk to you and break down a story there with King Jehoshaphat. But first I'm gonna read to you Psalm 44, five through eight, and I already just went ahead and typed it up here on my iPad so I didn't have to turn to a bunch of stuff, because I do have a lot of verses, and verses that you can go back and read later throughout the day. But I really want you to study this out, because when you, you know, lots of times we read stories in the Bible and we have the information on it and we're like, oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, praise, you know, Paul and Silas. Yeah, the chains broke it, and, and it broke for everybody else. How powerful. But, you know, when I woke up the other morning, uh, I would say yesterday morning, and really got these stories in my spirit and it provided such a strength to me throughout the day. That's why throughout the day, I even wrote it in my Instagram stories. If you guys follow me on Instagram, if not, follow me on Instagram, Carolyn Shuttlesworth. And um, I was writing stories and uh, judges on Gideon in Second Chronicles on King Jehoshaphat in that story and going through the Bible because praise, <coughs> sorry guys, it's important that we pray. Yes, requirement, what we're supposed to do as Christians and it's how, you know, we get answers, but it's not the only way we get answers. So we pray and we got to follow it up with praise. And so Psalm 44, five through eight says, only by your power can we push back our enemies. Only in your name can we trample our foes. I do not trust in my bow. I do not count on my sword to save me. You are the one who gives us victory over our enemies. You disgrace those who hate us. Oh God, we give you glory to, to you all day long and constantly praise your name. I really want you to get a hold of that. Write down Psalm 44, five through eight. 
look it up again later, read. Like I told you yesterday, Psalm is one of my favorite uh, books of the Bible. To me, it strengthens me. To me, it's a guide on uh, how we should act, God's goodness in our life, and it's songs. It's called Psalms and it's, it's singing and it's constantly singing and praising. And we have to know that that is a weapon. You know, the New Testament church isn't like in the Old Testament where they actually had the battle and fought. Now we know in Ephesians 6 that we're up against uh, the spiritual realm. But I'm going to go to the Old Testament now and show you. And we're going to break this down because praise precedes victory. And so I'm going to do a little bit of reading and then we're going to break some stuff down and um, have a powerful day. And that's how we're just going to end it. We're going to we're going to leave this broadcast feeling victorious, feeling empowered and and feeling like, you know, we have the violent faith that we need to move forward and that everything's going to be all right. Everything's going to be all right. We can't. Ask the Lord like we did yesterday in Jeremiah 33. Ask me and I will show you things to come. But then when he shows us and then, you know, it's not happening right in the moment that we see it. Once again, our natural eyes are taking control of the situation and we're not living by faith. We're not living on our foundation properly. We're starting to waver. We're starting to get nervous. We're starting to feel unsure. But it's like, wait a second. We, we are going to determine this outcome in our life, whether it be for this nation, whether it be for other things personally. You know, th this whole situation this week is going to come and go. And other things in our life are going to be here. So we can take what they're teaching on victory and praise today for the current state of the nation, but also in our life for other stuff. So I'm not just speaking about what's currently happening. I'm speaking about other things that's going on in people's lives as well. So we're going to take this and we're going to run with it. So quickly, I'm going to read Second Chronicles 20. After this, the armies of the Moabites, Ammonites, and some of the Minyanites declared war on Jehoshaphat. Messengers came and told Jehoshaphat, a vast army from Edom is marching against you from beyond the Dead Sea. A vast army, all right? Something to be nervous about. They are already at Hazan Tamar. Jehoshaphat was terrified by this news and begged the Lord for guidance. He also ordered everyone in Judah to begin fasting. So there's number one, a fast. I'm going to go through these with you here. Let me finish reading. So people from the towns of Judah came to Jerusalem to seek the Lord's help. Jehoshaphat stood before the community of Judah and Jerusalem in front of the new courtyard at the temple of the Lord. He prayed, O Lord, God of our ancestors, you alone are the God who is in heaven. You are ruler of all the kingdoms of the earth. You are powerful and mighty. No one can stand against you. O our God, did you not drive out those who lived in this land when your people arrived? Uh, when your people Israel arrived? And did you not give this land forever to the descendants of your friend Abraham? Your people settled here and built this temple to honor your name. They said, whenever we are faced with calamity such as war, plague, or famine, we can come to stand in your presence before this temple where your name is honored. We can cry out to you to save us and you will hear us and rescue us. And now... See what the armies of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir are doing? Who would not let our ancestors invade those nations when Israel left Egypt? So they went around them and did not destroy them. Now see how they rewarded us. For they have come to throw us out of your land, which you gave us as an inheritance. Oh, our God, won't you stop them? We are powerless against the mighty army that is about to attack us. We do not know what to do, but we are looking to you for help. I'm going to continue. As all the men of Judah stood before the Lord with their little ones, wives and children, the spirit of the Lord upon one of the men standing there, oh, came upon one of the men standing there. His name was Jaezel, son of Zechariah, son of Benaiah, son of Jael, son of Matinia and Le the a Levite who was a descendant of Aspha. He said, listen, all you people of Judah and Jerusalem, 
Listen, King Jehoshaphat, this is what the Lord says. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged by this mighty army for the battle is not yours, but God's. Tomorrow, now there's an instruction. Tomorrow, march out against them. You will find them coming up through the ascent of Jiz at the end of valley that, uh, that opens into the wilderness of Jorel. But you will not even need to fight. Take your positions, then stand still and watch the Lord's victory. He is with you, O people of Judah and Jerusalem. Do not be afraid or discouraged. Go out against them tomorrow, for the Lord is with you. Then King Jehoshaphat bowed low with his face to the ground, and all the people of Judah and Jerusalem did the same, worshiping the Lord. Then the Levites from the clans of Kohath and Korah stood and praised the Lord, the God of Israel, with a very loud shout. Early the next morning, the army of Judah went into the wilderness. On the way, Jehoshaphat stopped and said, Listen to me, all you people. I know there's a lot to read, but I need to set up the story for you. Listen to me, all you people of Judah and Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God. And uh, believe in the Lord your God, and you will be able to stand firm. Believe in his prophets, and you will succeed. After consulting the people, the king appointed singers to walk ahead of the army, singing to the Lord and praising him for his holy splendor. This is what they sang. Give thanks to the Lord. His faithful love endures forever. At the very moment they began singing and give praise, the Lord caused the armies of the Ammon, Moab and Mount Seir to start fighting among themselves. The armies of Moab and Ammon turned against their allies from Mount Seir and killed every one of them. After they had destroyed the army of Seir, they began attacking each other. So when the army of Judah arrived at the lookout point in the wilderness, they saw where the dead bodies were lying on the ground as far as they could see. Not a single one of the enemy escaped. So King Jehoshaphat's men went out to gather the plunder, vast amounts of equipment, clothing, and other valuables, more than they could carry. There was so much plunder that it took them three days to collect it all. Three days to collect it all. I mean, that story in itself is so powerful when you see what God has for us. So look, there's three steps that they listed here. <coughs> Excuse me. First, they fasted, and we've been doing that, right? We've been doing that throughout the year. We've been doing that for our nation. And then he prayed. If you go to verse 6, that's where he prays, prays to the Lord. But he also reminds the Lord of, uh, like, you know, Lord, when I call to you, you promised when I call out in help, you're going to answer. And this is what I am. I'm laying it before you. I'm saying of your goodness. I'm saying, I'm listing. I'm listing right there, starting in verse six. He lists miracles that the Lord has done. And then they praised. And praise, like I said at the beginning, is what precedes the victory. Nobody had to fight. They got an instruction from the Lord. If you go over to verse 13, and it says the spirit of the Lord came upon them. It didn't say they waited a few days, a few years when they when they uh, cried out to the Lord. Quickly responded. The Lord quickly responded to them. And so the king didn't just ask for help in advance when he was praying. He said, you're so good. Look at the things you've done in the past. Look at the things you've done in the past. You did them now. That's the thing you always hear Christians say. Well, Lord, you did it before. You could do it again. This is what he said. This is what he's doing. He's saying right here, our God, did you not drive out those who lived in the land where your people Israel arrived? Did you not give this land over to the descendants of your friend Abraham? He's saying, listen, you promised us stuff. Did you not do it 
Did you not say this, Lord? I'm going to hold you to your word. You got to hold the Lord to his word. He will never fail you. He will never fail you. He will always show up. You've got to speak of his goodness, praise his name, and he always shows up. So when you're reading Second Chronicles and really getting the gist of this story, um, I'm going to give you four things that are going to help you understand the power of praise that's going to unleash his power over the situation that you're believing for, whether it be what we're all believing for right now for this nation, whether it believes something in your life that you haven't seen come to pass. Like I spoke on yesterday, we're not going to jump ship. We're moving forward. He's giving us a praise in our mouth. This is what we're going to do with it. This is what we're going to see. I'm not letting go until I see. And Lord, you said you would fight for us. You said you'd go before us. And, and I've got this army coming to me, a vast army coming to me. And I've got these men here. And there's no way if I look in the natural that we're going to win. There's no way. There's no way. So you're going to have to show up and I'm going to need a mighty miracle. And so what did King do? Instructed a fast. When you fast, it's not, you know, it, it, it's not that, you know, it, it, it lowers your fleshly senses. Doesn't change God on anything. It lowers us, our, our senses lower so we can hear clearly. We can um, be, uh, it's like you, you get more like a clear sense in the spirit when you fast. So he did that. There was a fast and a prayer time before a praise time. And I know this year there's been fasting and there's been prayer. And now it's time for us to shout. It's time for us to praise. And it's not time for us to shout. And it's not time for us to praise when we have our uh, thing that we're believing for in our hand. The praise precedes the victory. Praising Th thankfulness and thanksgiving is what you do after it. You're thankful. Thank you, Lord, for doing this in my life. Thank you for bringing me my miracle. Yes, you do say that beforehand, but that's when it's the time to do that. Praise is before you got it. Praise is before you see it. Praise is what's going to bring the victory. And that's what happens here. There, there is a, a certain type that we've got to realize. I'm going to give you four things right now. The first one that I see when I read this this morning that King Jehoshaphat was doing was he declared who God is. This is going to help unleash um, his power and understand the power of praise in your life. Declare who God is. So you see, if you go back to Second Chronicles 20 and you see there in verse six, when we acknowledge who fights for us, it serves notice on the enemy. You realize that? He, he's saying it out loud. When we acknowledge who fights for us, it's serving notice on the enemy. Same for like David and Goliath. He served notice on his enemy. He served notice. He talked about who... Uh, fights for us. And that's what he did in verse six here. You are the ruler of all the kingdoms of the earth. You are powerful and mighty. No one can stand against you. So he was building up his own inner faith with saying these things out loud and serving notice on our enemy and, and saying these things strengthened him. It strengthened him. I'm going to read a couple of things in Psalms. Uh, in correlation here with this, I'm going to read real quick before we move on to point two. But in Psalm 66, one through four, once again, I love Psalms, one through four, shout joyful praises to God, all the earth, sing about the glory of his name, tell the world how glorious he is. Say to God, how awesome are your deeds? Your enemies cringe before your mighty power. Everything on earth will worship you. They will sing your praises, shouting your name and glorious songs, shouting your name and glorious songs. So right there, when you tell the world how good he is, 
when you say it out loud and declare who God is, it serves notice on your enemy saying, listen, buddy, this is who I have on my side. No way are you going to beat me. And so that that helps build your faith. It helps build what you're saying. Number two, that's going to help you understand the power of praise and to unleash his power is to recount what God has done. So as I was reading this, I saw that he declares who God is, King Jehoshaphat, but then he recounts what he's done. He brings up promises, right? He brings up, he recounts. So it says, he talks about how powerful and mighty is art. That's what we're declaring who God is. And he, did you not drive those out who lived in the land? Did you not? Did you not? That's what he's saying. He's reminding. <laughs> Did you not? Isn't this things you've done before, Lord? Didn't you say that when we when we asked for help, you would be our helper? Didn't you say that when we need a healing, you're our healer? Didn't you say, you know, that's what you have to do. You have to recount. Didn't you say and and bring it up again and that builds your faith. We know that the enemy is um, what the father of lies, the Bible says, right? He he says nothing that's truthful. Nothing that's truthful. Father of lies. And so it destroys, it destroys his lies, what he says when you say, but the devil, well, it's, it's not your time to be healed or Jesus wants you sick because he wants you to learn a lesson. All those are lies that we've heard. You shouldn't be, um, have too much money. You know, we need to have humility and you need, you need to be at this, this place in life. And, you know, or he says, you, you can't be full of joy. You know, it's okay. It's okay to feel sad. I mean, it's normal. It's normal to, to feel this way. It, it's just what it's supposed to be. You know, lies of the enemy that are, are the opposite of what the word of God says. In his fullness, in his presence, there's fullness of joy. Well, when I'm in his presence, I can have joy all the time. All throughout the Bible, do not be afraid. I should have no fear. He told me, do not be afraid M multiple times, hundreds of times in the Bible. Do not be afraid. Okay, so I have nothing to fear. I can have peace. It says in Isaiah, all those who keep their mind on God, thoughts above him will live in perfect peace. Okay, Isaiah 26. You can have perfect peace, but the enemy will lie to you and say, it's normal to go through this process. It's normal to do this, but it's not normal. So we have to recount what God has done and, and the enemy, the father of lies, we have to stop him in his tracks and confess the word of God. So same, same thing we were just in in Psalm 66, five through eight. Um, thanks for writing them up there, one and two. And so, yes, do not be afraid. So we know that the word of God gives us direction in our life, gives us instruction that we are supposed to go by. So if you go down further from Psalm 66 that I just read, come and see what our God has done, what awesome miracles he performs for people. He made a dry path through the Red Sea and his people went across on foot. There we rejoiced in him. For by his great power, he rules forever. He watches every moment of the nations. Let no rebel rise in defiance. Let the whole world bless our God and loudly sing his praises. So we're going to, one, declare who our God is. We're going to declare who our God is, just like King Jehoshaphat started in his prayer. Two, we're going to recount what God has done. He did it before. He can do it again. He, he performed miracles before. There was more miracles were done before King Jehoshaphat needed and cried out to him. So he was able to bring that back up and say, hey, God, you've done this. And that once again is another faith builder that gives us the power in our praise, the power in our shout. It builds our faith. It's like a, 
a tea kettle on a, on a stove, you know, that's going to go off. That is what we have to be like, building ourselves up that we just pop. So number three, we're going to remember his promises. An enemy to God should be an enemy to us. An enemy to God should be an enemy to us. So when I say remember his promises, when, when King Jehoshaphat's praying out loud here, the people were hearing it. It was building the people's faith. It was stirring them up that it was going to be okay. It was, it, was, it, it was being out loud and they had fasted, so they're ready to hear from the Lord. They're praying right now. They're recounting God's goodness. They're talking how, now they're, they're not only recounting God's goodness, they're saying good things about the Lord. They're building him up. He wants to hear this from you. He wants to hear that he's the only one that can protect you. He wants to hear that he's your king of kings. He wants to hear that, you know, you can't do this without him. He's going to get all the glory. You can do this with him, but you can't do it without him. And he wants to know that. And King Jehoshaphat knew that. It said, oh, our God, won't you stop them? We are powerless against this mighty army that is about to attack us. We don't know what to do, but we're looking to you for help. We're looking to you for help. We don't know what to do. Our bodies, our flesh, our mind can only go so far. We have to rely on the power of God. And he's going to give us an instruction. He's going to give you an instruction on what to do. And that's exactly, he said, listen, Lord, I've fasted. I've prayed. I'm seeking you on this. I'm seeking you on this. And I need to know what do you have for us? We have an army coming. We don't have time to wait. I need an answer. And you know what? The Lord quickly replied and gave an instruction, quickly replied and gave an instruction. And so we're going to, one, declare who God is, two, recount what God has done, three, remember his promises, and it's okay to bring it up to him. Be like, you need, you need healing in your body. Lord, five years ago, you healed my body. Remember, Lord, I called out to you. I commanded healing in my body. The tumor I had shriveled up and died. Well, Lord, you did it then. You're the same God now and you can do it again. And I need you now. And that's what he was doing. And, that's, and that is what King Jehoshaphat was doing. So he got this instruction. He said, don't be afraid. Don't be discouraged by this mighty army that's coming after you. The battle is not yours, but God's. And he gave an instruction. And number four is to praise him. The instruction was to praise. You think about it. They're already a bloody battle. They could have been so nervous and so distraught. And they're, they're, they're ready. I mean, these are fighters. You know, they're ready. They're, they're an army, just not as big. And so they were going to, <laughs> they were thinking, well, this is probably my last night. But they trusted, they trusted that the Lord came and spoke and um, spoke to Jehazel and trusted the king of Jehoshaphat that they sought the Lord. And so then the king bowed low with his face to the ground and they copied the king. Look what it says. They, all the people of Judah, which I love because when you study Judah, when I was reading this morning and like his name and it's all derived from praise. So just think about how that's already, that's their weapon that they already had that. And that was years ago. He was born. He's not a baby. You know, Judah's not a baby at this point. And to have praise be the weapon with Judah there, I mean, it's just the, the tying in of it all is so, I, I, I'm just loving reading the Bible. I mean, in the last few years and seeing, I was telling my husband this morning when I text him, I was like, uh, Billion, I am reading right now verse 18 is where I was, where he bowed. And I was telling him, I was like, you know, just to like read the history and see what people were named and then how later on in life, 
<laughs> the name was a weapon for this army. Jesus is a weapon for what we need. He's the name above every name. So it's nothing that we have to fear what's going on around us. Turn off the news if you have to turn off the news and praise the Lord. You fasted for this, this nation. You have prayed for this nation. Now it's time to get up and praise. It's time for you to get up and praise for this nation because look what happened when they praised. It confused the enemies. The, the enemies fought against themselves. These guys were ready. And all it said was to what? Believe in the Lord your God. Okay. Believe in the Lord your God. We, we've got that down, right? And you'll be able to stand firm and believe the prophets. Prophets have spoken of what's happening right now in our nation. I know there's a lot of people that claim to be prophets and aren't. But you'll follow that up by their type of ministry, miracles that they have, signs and wonders, what they say have come to pass. And I, there's some that I follow and I believe wholeheartedly about what's happening in this nation. It would be unwise for me to believe them a month ago. And now when I look in the natural of what's happening this week to all of a sudden uh, be hesitant on what they said, I won't do that to myself. That's why I haven't turned on the news since um, the election night. I'm not doing that to myself. I'm going to take it because this is what I read this morning. Believe in his prophets and you will succeed. So it's time that we get up, continue to pray. Obviously, the Bible says pray without ceasing. So we're not going to stop praying, but we're not going to be in a, a prayerful crying state anymore. We're going to get up as Christians for this nation, for what we're believing for in our own life. And we're going to praise and we're going to shout and we're going to thank the Lord. If you have to march around your house today, if you got to put on some good music, do it. But we're going to praise the Lord. We're going to speak of his goodness. We're going to declare his glory and we're going to thank him and we're going to shout because look what it did. It confused the enemy that they fought against themselves. They turned on themselves. Can you imagine like when that's happening against them, what they were actually thinking? Like, I thought you were my friend, ah! you know, and then they're like killing each other. <laughs> but <laughs> they're probably so confused. But praise was was the weapon. Praise is your weapon. You want to you want to have this nation changed and see it stay one nation under God. You've got to do more than just pray. You've got to praise because that's what precedes the victory. Praise is what precedes the victory. Praise confuses your enemy. It is such a freedom behind praise. You could go all throughout the Bible. You got Gideon's army. What? What did they have to do? They had to shout and sing. They had to shout and praise the Lord. Shouting is praising. Shouting with a loud shout. What did they do around the walls of Jericho? They had to do their instruction. They had to march, not say anything. But on the seventh day, their instruction was to shout. And when they shouted, they had walls that were um, uh, 12 feet thick, crashed down to the ground by the power of praise, by the power of a shout. Okay. What happened with Paul and Silas in the jail? I mean, you could go through all throughout the Bible and praise and singing and shouting. What did it do? It provided victory for everybody. Paul and Silas, chains fell off. Once again, confusing the guards. Once again, confusing people. But it helped other people. Other chains fell off. So praise is victorious. Praise is freedom in our life. Praise brings us strength. Praise gives us faith. Praise gives us joy and it wins every battle. Not some battles, not some of the time. Every time we praise the Lord, we are victorious. And so we have to remember how important it is. Yes, to fast. I do it all the time. Yes, to pray. I do it all the time. 
yes to praise. I do it all the time. You want to confuse your enemies? You know, you get a bad report. The next time, the next time that you get a bad report, you hear something you don't like, you hear something you don't agree with, praise the Lord. You're going to confuse the person that you're talking to too. <laughs> but you know what? Praise him anyway. Praise him anyway. There's going to be things in your life that the Lord asks you to do that not everyone's going to understand. Okay. I'm sure at first these people didn't understand and um, that they didn't understand, but they said, you know what? I've seen that king pray, praise, uh, pray and fast, hear from the Lord. That's why he instructed. That's why it was said, listen to me, listen to me. All the people of Judah and Jerusalem believe in the Lord your God and you will be able to stand firm and believe his prophets and you will succeed by doing it. So there, that was their instruction. They had to stand firm, believe, listen to what the prophet said and we were promised, promised to succeed. And that's all they had to do. They just had to sing. The, here they are going out. Can you imagine going out to battle and the warriors, the warriors were in the back of the group and King Jehoshaphat, Jehoshaphat said, listen, all right, singers, choir, let's go up front. Let's go, go up front. I mean, people were probably like, mm, you know, just like how some people are today. But praise precedes the victory and they didn't have to get dirty. <laughs> Isn't the ending awesome to the story? And I don't mean just the ending of confusing the enemies. They didn't have to get dirty. They didn't have to fight. They didn't have to break a sweat. They didn't have to get scratched or cut. All they had to do was follow the instruction of the word, believe what was told to them, sing and praise the Lord. And the blessing came to them that it took three days, three days. This gets me so excited. Took them three days, three days to carry back the blessings of God, to carry back the blessings. The, the, they got equipment, clothing, it says, valuables, so much, so much for, for obeying the instruction of the Lord, so much that they had three days and that was a lot of men. It wasn't like, you know, five men taking back trips each day. It was a group of people, a group, an army, this, these people going back to take the blessing, to take the spoil, to take what they didn't even have to fight for because God fought for them. God fought for them. Didn't even have to do it. Didn't even have to sweat. What an easy instruction. And that's exactly what we have to do. We have an easy instruction. The God, our heavenly father, God almighty said, listen, you don't need to sweat. You don't need to get bloody. You don't need to get scratched up. You don't even need to scuff your knee and fall down. You just need to praise me. You just need to praise me. You just need to praise me for your victory, for your blessings, to get what you want. Fast, pray, and praise. So remember, the four things I went over that's going to help you understand the power of praise and how to unleash his power of the Lord God Almighty on your life. Declare who God is. Get that, get that stirred up. Remember that. Bring that to your remembrance. Bring that to his remembrance. Recount what God has done. Remember his promise to you. Remember his promises. What does this Bible say? What does this word of God say? Remember his promises and then praise him. You know who it is that fights for us. I want you to go over real quick as I end in Psalm 144. And we shouldn't keep silent. Remember who fights for us and don't keep silent. Don't turn on each other right now. This is not a time for that. This is a time to praise God 
and have the enemy, have the enemy turn on each other, chaos. So go with me real quick to Psalm 144. One forty-four. I wrote down. We're going to read one and two. Praise the Lord who is my rock. He trains my hands for war and gives my fingers skill for battle. He is my loving ally and my fortress, my tower of safety, my rescuer. He is my shield and I take refuge in him. He makes the nations submit to me. And then go to verse 15 in the same uh, Psalm 144. Yes, joyful are those who live like this. Joyful are, uh, joyful indeed are those whose God is the Lord. So listen, there's so much that we have to be thankful for now from the past and what's coming. But listen, like never before, I know everyone's asking for prayer right now to pray for this nation. And yes, the Bible says never give up on praying. Pray without ceasing. Prayer is a must. It's our communication to our Heavenly Father. But not just pray. It's time to shout. It's time to praise. It's time to confuse the enemy. We're going to uncover this mess from the wicked. Don't be distraught. Don't be stressed because you thought it was going to go one direction and now you think it's going to go in a different direction. Stand firm. Believe the prophets who have spoke about on this nation. Believe the word of God. Believe not even just for what's going on, but in your own life, what God's promised you. Believe, believe and praise. So today, that's what you're going to do. You're going to praise the Lord out loud today, right now if you have to. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father God, for what you've done for my family. Thank you, Father God, for what you've done in my own life. Thank you, Lord, that another month has come to an end and you've kept my body healed. You've kept my children's body healed. You've kept my husband healed. Thank you, Lord, that joy overflows from my being. Thank you, Lord, that I'm a blessing to others around me. Thank you, Jesus, that you are the most high God. Thank you, Lord, that you are my deliverer. You are my king. You are my prince of peace. Thank you, Jesus, that the, any battle that's coming my way, any enemies that I can't see right now, I'm praising you now in advance. I'm praising you now because I can't see everything that's coming. I, I, I know that there's an enemy sent to destroy my life, sent to destroy your life, but I can't see that it's coming right now. They knew a vast army was coming. I know a vast army could be coming for me, but I'm going to praise him now because my praise now is going, <clears throat> things that could have come my way, I might not even know about and I may never know about because I stay in a constant state of praise in my home. My kids can't stop singing something about the blood of Jesus every day, something about his victory, something about his goodness, because it's what's instilled in them. So throughout the day, my household is singing. Throughout the day, we put on music in the car. I'll forever praise my king. He's so good. Thank him. Thank him for his promises. You have covenant rights as a believer. So today, if, if, if what's going on in this nation is stressing you out or making you nervous, turn it off. You're going to get an answer anyway. Just turn it off. Turn it off. Praise the Lord. Open the word of God. Read the story of Gideon. Read the story of the walls of Jericho. We all say we like to know these stories, but when you see the power of what they had to do, with the instruction that was given and praising their savior and never have to doing a hard battle, that's for us. That is for us, that's for me, that's for my house, for my kids, for my husband, and it's for you. And that's exactly what we're gonna do. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for each and every person that's watching today. Thank you, Lord, that we have a praise in our mouth. Thank you that a praise proceeds out of our mouth as a weapon, that we don't have to uh, be concerned, we don't have to worry, we don't have to not sleep at night over any situation, over anything that's bothering us, over every attack of the enemy. It's it says, Lord, that you go before us and fight our battles and you go before us when we praise you. 
Praise precedes our victory. Father God, in the last two months of this year, we're going to praise our way into 2021. We're going to praise our way to seeing the things that we uh, haven't seen yet come into our hand. We're going to praise our way into 2021. So as we run into a new year, Lord, we're shouting your praise. We're shouting your goodness. You are our healer. You are our king, our peace, our joy, our deliverer. You are uh, our love, Father God. Thank you for being that for us. Thank you for each and every person watching. I pray peace in their mind, peace in their home, peace in their situation in the mighty name of Jesus. It is ours today. We have won every battle. We have won every battle. We're going to get that in our spirit. We're going to get that in our mind. We're going to get that revelation in the mighty name of Jesus that the battle is yours and we're going to continue to fast for things in, in, our, in our life and what we want to see, what we want to hear from the Lord. We're going to continue to pray, but we're going to stay a praising people in the mighty name of Jesus. A praising people wins the victory every time. So get up today. Praise the Lord. Thank the Lord. Let your ears hear. Don't just do it quietly. Shout. If you got to shout around your house, sometimes it feels good to shout feels good. You feel a strength when you shout, a joy when you shout. Your faith rises up when you shout. Do that. If you've got to do it right now, shout in the mighty name of Jesus and watch your enemies be confused. Watch the enemies in this world, the wickedness that's trying to come. They're going to end up fighting against each other. Can you imagine all of us shouting and, and praising the Lord, all Christians in unity, praising the Lord right now around the world? The wickedness that's going on, the enemies that are trying to come against us are going to be so confused, so confused. The wicked people are going to turn on themselves and nobody's even going to know why. And we're going to what? We're going to be in joy and peace and we're going to receive the plunder. We're going to receive what they were so busy fighting over. The blessings are going to come right into our hand in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for doing trivia with me today. Thank you for um, just hanging out with me. I appreciate you guys. I love you. Thank you as I give you now an opportunity to sow into Miracle Word Ministries, all the things that uh, you're a part of that, you know, sometimes you don't get to travel with us or you get to see the uh, different things that are going on, that you are sowing into good soil. We've had so many uh, financial testimonies that have come in where they have uh, partnered with Miracle Word Ministries and uh, has seen a major change in their life. And we're praying for you. I know you're praying for us and we're praying for you and, and, and it works both ways and we love you. Thank you for giving. Thank you for sowing. Thank you for being a part of what we do. Like I said, you don't always get to go with us, you know, and we feed so many kids with Feed the Hungry and you get to be a part of that and get their little bellies full. And they're some of the cutest kids. I told Ted the other day when he met with um, one of the directors from there when he was traveling in Ohio, I said, I, I would love to go over there and bring the kids and let them see and talk with them and love on them and, and let the kids love on them. And, and I just, uh, that's a desire of mine in the near future that we get to go over there and be a part of what they're doing. But that's something that when you join up and partner with Miracle Word Ministries, that you are joining in on that as well. So we love you. We appreciate you. Thank you for being part of the Victory Tribe. And um, uh, as you sow today, if you're sowing $85 or more, we have uh, an offer for you this month. Uh, it's a book by our good friend Joel Stockstill called The Power of Daily Bible Reading. It's our free gift to you uh, by giving and partnering with us. You can go to miracleword.com forward slash uh, offer and we'll get that out to you. And we also have a new month beginning and we got our kids, miraclewordkids.com. You can get on Thanksgiving and praise just like we taught about today. Praise in the mighty name of Jesus. It's going to be a faith booster for your kids. So they learn the power behind it. They learn um, how important it is, how praise will fight any enemies. You know, this is stuff that you have to teach your kids at a young age. You know, all the stories that we learn in, in Sunday school, <laughs> bringing it back with the vanilla 
vanilla flour cookies and everything else. But the 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 let you know the main ones that we always hear as kids: Noah, David, and Goliath, um, Moses. All of it is so powerful. But let's start showing them the revelation, the 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 importance of the miracle. You know, like Maddie is learning um, in Brooklyn in Bible class right now with school with Moses and the plagues and everything, but like how the revelation and how powerful those miracles are and how it just set the course of uh, history for our life and for, you know, how it just leads from one thing and how God protected them. And I mean, it, it's important that you get your kids involved in MiracleWordKids.com because it's free. All of it's free. Um, and so if you do partner with us, you get that book and you also get Sorry, it's so far away. Ted's hard copy book of Further Faster. We also will send that to you for partnering $1,000 or more um, for this month. You get the hard copy of this signed and you get the New Living Translation Genuine Leather um, Application Study Bible signed by Ted as well that we'll ship out to you when you partner at $1,000 or more. So I encourage you today. Praise the Lord and step out in faith financially. And it, this year is gonna end so incredibly different than what people think. It's, it's gonna blow the minds of, of some people and confuse our enemy. And I'm all, all about confusing them. They're stupid anyway. <laughs> but anyway, thanks for joining me today. I love you guys so much. Have a wonderful day. Shout, hey, if you gotta shout, and sing and grab a wooden spoon in your kitchen, at least tag me in it in Instagram because we are gonna praise and we're gonna do it together and we're gonna confuse our enemy. I love you guys so much. Thank you for spending your morning with me and I will see you later.